it's not just about holding someone accountable or, or forcing someone to meet their goals or holding their feet to the fire. Um, because some of us are, especially in business, are really good at that. You know, we're really good at holding ourselves to a higher standard. And what's really interesting is there are specific ways that you can bring the best out of your partner, depending on their personality type. And we teach people all about that, depending on, you know, we have that information in our database and we can feed that to you about yourself as well as your partner. And it's been absolutely revolutionary. Welcome to episode 47 of the Become a Media Maven podcast. Today, I am speaking with Charlena Smith, who has a pretty cool business. She is going to talk to us about how you can find the perfect accountability partner and why you need one. Not just why you need one, but why you need a specific one. People just kind of pair up with randoms or with friends to hold each other accountable, but it doesn't work like that. And she's actually going to share an algorithm that was developed by a NASA scientist to explain why you can't just pick any accountability partner and how she helps people not only better themselves, but better their businesses in this episode. If you are listening to this and you are not driving, please do me a favor and screenshot what you are listening to and share it in your Instagram story. While you're doing that, tag me at Christina all day, and I will be sure to share it on my Insta story as well. And while you're listening, while you're posting, and while you're tagging, let me know what you're doing while you're listening. I always used to listen to podcasts when I was driving, but now that I work from home, I don't listen to as many podcasts as I used to. So now it is what I listen to when I do my makeup. And since I work from home, I don't do my makeup a whole lot, so I have to sneak in my podcast listening when I'm doing random things like watching my daughter's hockey practice. So let me know what you're doing as you are listening to this in your Insta story by tagging me at Christina all day. And be sure to stick around to listen to a special announcement that I am making at the end of this episode with Charlena wonder how some people seem to get a ton of media coverage and you don't? Welcome to Become a Media Maven, where TV reporter, host, and news contributor Christina Nicholson shares years of media experience to help you get the media attention you and your business deserve. And now, to help you master your media coverage, Christina Nicholson. Charlena, welcome to the Become a Media Maven podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Christina. I am glad you are here because you were going to talk about something that I feel like a lot of people, they don't know they need it until they have it. And then after they have it, they're like, oh, this is good. Right. And that is accountability. Absolutely. Um, It's so funny because a lot of people uh, think of accountability almost like a dirty word. This is something I've discovered recently. Um, It's like uh, they shy away from it a little bit. But it's so amazing when you dig into what accountability really is and what it can gift you. And that's what we've kind of found through our organization, all of these um, women that have seen such tremendous growth just simply by the act of being accountable to themselves and to another person. Um, it's just unreal. It's like a, it's like a magic bullet. Can you tell me how, first of all, tell me a little bit about your business and what you do and then how you got into it. Sure. So, um, I run a guided accountability platform, so it's called Optio 
And what we do is we match, we take your personality and we match you with your best guided accountability partner. So this is not necessarily going to be your best friend, right? This is going to be the person that's going to bring the best out in you. And those are two very different things because you know, when you have, um, you go out with your girlfriends and you have a bad day and they're, you know, commiserating and telling you everything's going to be okay. And they're on your side, but it doesn't necessarily push you forward in any way. Um, it lets you stay comfortable where you are. And sometimes we really need someone to push us forward if we actually want to make any kind of um, measurable change or measurable uh, difference in the world. So that's where guided accountability comes in. We match you with the person that is going to bring out the best in you. And we have this entire personality algorithm that is way too complicated for me to describe. Um, it was actually designed by a NASA a scientist, and that is just not how my brain works um, um, so he would have to do all of that talking. But yeah, we got started um, when I was in the nonprofit sector and I was actually doing work for refugees coming into the United States. And I was on their internal communication uh, task force and it was matching refugees with American women that could kind of bring them into the fold and acclimate them to American life. And um, we realized that a lot of it had to do with certain personalities were really helping one another and certain personalities were not. And this personality algorithm kind of came about from that, as did the framework for the guided accountability sessions. Um, and it worked so well that we were kind of floored by, by the results. And we started wondering, is this like a thing that can be scaled out to non-refugees, to like, you know, Americans and Americans or, um, you know, Australians and Israelis or, you know, like all sorts of things. And sure enough, it is. It is a common human element, the humanity that binds us is what the factor that is so awesome in all of this is. And that's in all of us. So tell me like what you were seeing when you would see that certain personalities were helpful and other ones were not. It's so interesting. Um, this was, so this is totally my jam. Forgive me if I'm geeking out on everybody, but, um, it's one of those things that a good example is if you have a more abrasive type of personality or someone that's seen as abrasive sometimes, um, they're usually very soft hearted people. Um, but they just have this abrasive nature. They just kind of cut to the quick. They're just very, um, you know, to the point, they don't mess around and they are excellent. That is, that is, the perfect guided accountability partner for someone who may normally present as softer, as um, just so sweet, like sweet as honey, always everybody's best friend. Um, but they tend to shy away from people that push them in that way because they think that they don't like them or they don't approve of them in some way. And that's absolutely not true. And then vice versa. The person with the um, that's seen as having the harder edges sometimes uh, would not be friends with the person who's sugary sweet because they think that they're not telling them the truth or they think that they're not being authentic, which also is not the case. And when you intentionally um, match these two people and you put them in an extremely vulnerable environment where they're just like, hey, this is how it is. Um, like, you know, let's kind of cut the A-roll and just get down to what life is really all about. You find that those two people bring amazing gems out of each other. And it's just absolutely beautiful to watch it unfold. These are two people that if they were walking on the sidewalk may actually cross the street to get away from the other one because they're like <laughs> intimidated by them. Um, but they're actually the best best person for them in their life right now in this season. 
when I think of accountability, I kind of think of commitment. Like if I'm being accountable to myself, I'm committed. You know, like if I have these goals, I'm committed to achieving them. That's me holding myself accountable. And same with, you know, you holding somebody else accountable. But when we first chatted about this a few months ago, I was very interested in the fact, and you kind of gave the example of like, People, they say, oh, I want an accountability partner, and they just go to somebody who is like them or somebody who is in the same industry. And you were like, no, 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 but you're not supposed to do that because that's not the point of having an accountability partner. It's not to just like have a friend. It's actually somebody to commit to something with. So kind of tell me a little bit more because you're the accountability expert here on what an accountability partner is, what they do, and why it's important that you have one, even if you are somebody who is very good at commitment like I am. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So accountability partners and our guided accountability pairings are so important because um, first we give you training and how to be a guided accountability partner, right? And it's not just about holding someone accountable or, or forcing someone to meet their goals or holding their feet to the fire. Um, Because some of us are, especially in business, are really good at that. You know, we're really good at holding ourselves to a higher standard. Um, But what it's really about is also giving space to make sure that we're not just moving forward and moving forward with these random arbitrary goals, but that they're in alignment with our values. And that is one of the key differences between just kind of going rogue and going on your own or even going with somebody who might be like you um, or your friend or someone in your industry. It may be a little bit misleading. And I have a couple good examples, but I'll just use one. Um, a, a woman by named Emily was in our, our program and she, uh, was an attorney and, uh, an attorney by trade had been practicing, had two little kids at home, um, and was not feeling really fulfilled in her journey. Um, was really feeling like she was being pulled in multiple directions, but she had all of these accountability partners that were also attorneys and they were giving her big goals to, um, continue with her career, to make partner. And she did make partner and at such a young age, but then when she got into our program, she discovered by doing a lot of things like we have a life wheel where you take a bird's eye view of your life and, um, really think about what matters to you most. And you think about where you want to be in 80 years, where you want to be in five years, where you want to be in five minutes. Um, And you think about those things, she realized she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. That's what she wanted to be. None of those guided accountability, no, excuse me, none of those accountability partners at her law firm were going to give her that. So by coming in and having a completely clean slate and matching with someone who was intentionally going to bring out the best in her, she realized that even though she had these student loans right now, she set up a program that she can go back to work when her babies are a little bit older and make up all the time. And she is totally relaxed, loving it and totally living in her element right now and is living her purpose and is so happy. And it's just so such a blessing to witness that that would never happen within her industry. And I love that you actually train people on how to be good accountability partners because that's another thing. It's not only picking the right person, but somebody who actually knows what to do. Because when I think of it, honestly, before I met you, I thought of it as like, oh, well, I have a friend and we do the same thing. So we're just going to meet, you know, every Friday and we're going to chat and we're going to talk about our goals and hold each other accountable. And I do do that with somebody and it's lovely and it's working well. But 
you actually teach people not only who should be your accountability partner and set them up, but how to actually do it. So tell me what that looks like, because yes, people, there is a way to do it. Yes, it's so, it is so amazing. So a lot of it is about giving space. A lot of it is it's, you don't have to know all the right answers, right? You can have two people in completely different industries that are guiding one another and they're giving space and asking the right questions to allow you to come up with your own answers because you're the only one that is knows what's best for you. And you're the only one that is going to be able to assess what the right decision for you right now is, what your goals should be. And sometimes they're not what you thought they were coming into it. You know, once you, once you take a step back and we're all running this um, crazy fast paced life, right? All of us are, but a lot of your, I know a lot of your listeners are moms. I know a lot of your listeners are um, business owners. I know that everybody's doing all the things. And, you know, you start to get lost in that. And taking a step back and giving yourself the space to look at it objectively, that's, that's one huge part of it. We teach people about mirroring, about feeding back what they see in their guided accountability partners. We teach people about, um, having integrity around their accountability relationships. A lot of times we hear from people when we actually try to do the program where we let people kind of find their own accountability partner and it just didn't work at all. It fell flat on its face. People were so disappointed because there was no integrity around it. People didn't actually keep their commitments. So we just teach all of these different platforms. We also teach about personality, your personality and your partner's personality. And what's really interesting is there are specific ways that you can bring the best out of your partner, depending on their personality type. And we teach people all about that, depending on, you know, we have that information in our database and we can feed that to you about yourself as well as your partner. And it's been absolutely revolutionary. How have you seen, I mean, have you ever put a couple people together and they're like, maybe they have a negative attitude about it. And then you see like the other side of it and they're like, oh my gosh, I would never would have thought of this. And this works amazingly. Yes, we have actually one uh, specific uh, case comes to mind. I had two uh, women paired um, and they both contacted me separately, uh, you know, kind of at the um, customer service, like, oh, you paired me with this person and I cannot stand her. Um, And it was so interesting. And I was like, let's just ride it out for, you know, a little bit, see how it goes. Um, They ended up bringing so, and they really were, it was like, it it was a very different pairing. One was very abrasive. One was very soft. Um, They ended up getting, I mean, they had so much forward momentum and they didn't realize they still didn't like each other. Right. They still thought that they, they were like, okay, I'm seeing results, but that doesn't mean I like you. And that's okay. You know, you don't have to like the person. That's not what it's about. But in the end, they ended up liking each other so much so that it's now they've been out. They have been not paired, so not forced to talk to each other for a good, I want to say six months now. And they still have monthly dinners with their entire family. And they live four states away and come together to have monthly dinners with their family. And what's so interesting is that's one of the, the, also the amazing things that Optio brings is this ability to have deeper, harder conversations and bridge differences. So it's, you know, they had very different political um, opinions. They had very, they even had different religious beliefs, Um, but their humanity was binding them and their goals, the, the, the way that they were driven was the same. And they found a lot of 
common threads throughout their their individualness in, in each other. And now their families are seeing things from completely different perspectives. They're able to have different, harder conversations about things that go beyond Optio and go beyond themselves. And that's really our 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 big aha is that this can affect so much more than just the individual's goals. It can go on such a deeper level and it's amazing to see the trickle effect in communities and beyond. I love that. Okay. So what would you say if somebody's like, no, I'm fine. Like I'm just starting out in business and so far I'm doing okay. I don't really need an accountability partner. Like I don't need anybody. I'm doing fine. I would say that if you want to keep getting exactly what you're getting, then keep doing exactly what you're doing. Um, because that's serving you right now. <laughs> but if you want explosive growth or if you want um, clarity or if you really want to, if you ever have those moments where you're wondering, like, am I really doing the right thing? Is this really where I'm supposed to be right now? That's when a guided accountability partner is going to serve you in amazing ways. It's going to um, either give you just this sense of calm, that you are in the space that you are meant to be and allow you to just be in that moment. And that is such a freeing concept. Um, and or if you're trying to get somewhere that you're not, it's going to map out how to do that for you. You and your accountability partner are going to literally carve a map for how to get to where you want to be and become who you want to be. And that's everything. It's not so much about your goals as it is who you are becoming to get there. And we're all about becoming who you're supposed to be. Now, do you watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills by chance? I don't. I okay. keep on having people ask me. <laughs> Stay with me here because I have a point. I believe one of the Real Housewives, her name is Teddy Mellencamp, daughter of John Mellencamp. Mm. I believe her job, in addition to being a housewife on Bravo TV, is that she legit, her title is accountability partner. I think she's like a weight loss accountability partner. So is this like a job? Like they can go through a training and that can just be like their job. Um, I would say probably. I mean, this is kind of, we kind of joke about how um, Optio is kind of like your business coach, your life coach, your therapist, and your best friend had a baby. You know, <laughs> like that's kind of where we're going. And this training, absolutely. Um, we've had people take it and apply it to, um, people in their own lives. Now you don't have the algorithm to back it up with the the personalities that are going to necessarily be like puzzle pieces. But the life skills that you learn, the listening skills, we also use um, implement communication work that is along the nonviolent communication path NVC. Um, it's all uh, the work of the Dalai Lama. It's work about bridging communication gaps, about having hard conversations and getting real results. Um, all of that is absolutely priceless knowledge to be able to take and move forward in life, in your relationships, in your business, um, partnerships, everywhere. Okay, can we switch gears now and talk about you building this business? Sure. Okay, but first, before we switch gears... I want you to tell people how they can find more about you and Optio and um, start the process of getting an accountability partner because I know there are many people listening and they may want just a little bit more information before they pull the trigger. 
Yes, sure. So myoptio.org is where you can find us. That's myoptio.org. Um, and you can email me directly there. You'll see my email link and the contact us. Um, I would love to hear from you, anyone listening, uh, whether you want to go through with the program or not. I love talking to um, growth-minded individuals that are just really, really interested in becoming the best versions of themselves. I'm absolutely fascinated by all of that and love talking to people about becoming the best versions. Um, so yeah, that's how you can find me. Um, and I will and then put we have... all of that in the show notes to make it super easy for people to find you. Um, but I'm excited to hear how you like came up with this because this is such a unique idea. I have never heard of anybody besides you doing this. Yeah. So thank you. That's really exciting. We actually trademarked guided accountability and I could not believe that it hadn't been trademarked already. Um, so yes, I have lived many lives, right? So I have, I was the, um, I was an event planner at one point, uh, straight out of college. I planned Beyonce's 21st birthday. Stop. I, I did. It was Stop all right there all, and tell me all about that. I know. It was Austin Powers themed with the golden roller skates and like all of the stuff. And um, I didn't get to work with her directly a ton. I did get to work with her some because she was still relatively young. She was 21 at that point. But she um, was a big deal then. Oh, she was a huge deal. It was like, it was like every you know, ladies dream come true. Um, but it's so funny in the next six months, I also, uh, worked hand in hand with the Dalai Lama doing his conference on death and dying. So that was like, I mean, that was crazy times, right? That was, that was amazing. And, um, I loved it. I was in my, um, just, just graduated college, uh, was very, very young, living a fast paced lifestyle. And it was awesome, right? That's when you can do all the things. And then you start to, you know, you have kids and you're like, Whoa, I can't be, um, you know, out of the country more than I'm in the country. That's just not working for me in my lifestyle right now. So um, I was the COO of a marketing company um, on the East Coast and uh, doing very, very well. And also a tenured professor at our, our university. And I had two little babies at home and had the worst pregnancies ever. So I was really sick. I was doing way too many things. And I wasn't really doing any of them as well as I knew I could be. Um, people on the outside would have said that I was, but I knew in my gut that I wasn't doing anything as well as I could be. And I discovered that I was actually my best when I was at my worst. And I hated it. I hated feeling like my world had to be falling apart in order for me to be putting out this best version of myself. So that was Q1, that I needed a, a guided accountability partner and a mirror to tell me, whoa, girlfriend, slow down. What are you doing? You're doing like 10 different things. Pick one or pick two or pick three. Or you can do all these things, but maybe just not in the same season. Um, so that was that was Q1. <laughs> um, and then I got really, really sick, uh, like with the pregnancy. And had to, um, it's kind of like, you know, the universe's way of wiping your slate clean and giving you this gift of refilling it one important thing at a time, right? So you know the analogy of the, the jar and um, when the professor empties the jar and then he puts in uh, full of rocks and says, is it full? And then puts in full of little rocks and then gravel and sand and then water until it actually is full, well, I was able to put the really important rocks in first. And it was an incredible blessing because I realized how fulfilling life can be when you only have the simple 
the the essential rocks in your, you know, your family, your faith, your health. Um, but then I was still af- not entirely fulfilled. I wanted to be giving back in different ways. And that's when I started working with the refugees and um, the International Re- Rescue Commission and doing lots of things like that marketing work and discovered that I had this intense intense passion for empowering women and connecting women and building women up and realizing that I really truly in the in the core of who I am believe that the future is female and that we are going to do amazing things and um, how was I going to do that and that's how Optio came about is empowering women to be the best versions of themselves in any season and accomplishing any goal um, just through the simple power of guided accountability, teaching them how to honor each other and hold space for one another and creating these amazing communities. And what does it look like inside Optio? I mean, you also have some like physical products, like I have a planner from you. So Mm -hmm. tell me exactly like what you created and how you created it. Sure. So we have uh, the world's best planner, I swear. Um, So I am a planner girl, like having all of those past lives and having to run all those different (laughs) things at one time. I am obsessed with planners. And I, I love digital planners, but I also love to write things down. And after doing some research, found that women in general, especially, um, it really sticks with us when we write things down, it becomes part of our um, blueprint. So we created a journal that allows you to create affirmations and to create a vision of yourself that you're going to be, and then actual steps for how to get there. And you use it in tandem with your guided accountability partner to take action every week in becoming who you were born to be. And it has amazing results. When you see, we also have um, ways, we we track it electronically as well, uh, to gift these women uh, a vision of where they've been and where they are. Sometimes we forget, we we think that we're not making progress. And when you look back and you see where you were just six months ago, it's amazing. You've done, you, typically we've done such amazing things, but we get so caught up in it that we forget. And being able to look back is just so inspiring. And then you see, oh my gosh, I've come this far. Think how far I can go in the next six months. And it just re-energizes you to be able to conquer the world all over again. So our, our planner is absolutely phenomenal. I'm in love with that. We also have a book about to come out on guided accountability itself, which is a lot like the training minus the videos. It's in print format. Um, so yeah, we, we have lots of things coming out of the pipeline. I love that. And tell me how long of a program um, your guided accountability program is. We run it in phases of 12 weeks. So you're committed to your partner for 12 weeks, and then you can choose if you want to roll it over, if you want to pause, if you want to take a break. Um, we find that women tend to uh, take a short break and then come right back. And then sometimes they just like to stay with it because once they realize the progress they're making when they're in the program is so much greater than it is when they're not. Um, And it doesn't take much effort on their part. Uh, It just sort of happens naturally because we're aligning our goals and our values. And then you're pulled into the things that you're doing instead of feeling like you have to push and work for it all the time. Um, It just seems to to work out much better, but it is a 12-week commitment. Okay. That's awesome. And everybody can get information about that on myoptio.org. 
Absolutely. And I'll send you the link. There's a myoptio.org slash quick quiz that uh, we'll be sure to put in your show notes. And it's so fun. If you are a quiz taker or a personality geek like me, it's two questions and it tells you all about your personality, the good and the bad. Oh my gosh, I'm going to do this right now. It is so fun. It is so, so fun. And that is our first kind of just a fun entryway. It's about 65% accurate. Then we have a deeper dive that's about 95% accurate that's in the program. But just to kind of give you an idea, it, it is a really great way to just have some fun with it. It's just two questions? Two questions. We worked hard to get it down to two questions. Okay. It took like three I'm not going to say what they are. I mean, I don't know what they are yet, but I'm definitely <laughs> going to take this quiz because... That was quite the, the tease, Charlena. I know. It's so fun. It really is. Well, thank you so much. I mean, I think what you do, it's very unique, and I think it's very needed. Um, I guess not just for people in business, but just life in general. Yes. I mean, you would think an accountability partner is something you need for business, but I mean, also, like I said, we have the real housewife, and I believe she is an accountability partner for people um, when they're working out, because that's yeah. probably... I mean, I guess that'd probably be a good industry to be an accountability partner in is working out because that's hard. Yeah, we have people um, with goals from weight loss to um, health and fitness and eating to parenting. I mean, we have women that go through the 12 weeks because they want to learn to yell less at their kids. You know, they don't want to be a yelling household to um, corporate CEOs that are, you know, uh, just really, really high up there on the corporate ladder and it ranges. And what's interesting is we've actually paired some CEOs with the people, with women that are on um, sometimes lower income and like supporting multiple kids on a low salary. And they are the consumers of the CEO's product. And they have found so much gold in being able to have these deeper conversations and seeing where these women are really coming from. It's absolutely floored me at some of the progress that they've made through these connections. This should be mandatory, everybody. <laughs> Go to myoptio.org. Thank you so much, Charlena. I appreciate it. It's been Yes, like, thank you, Christina. You're amazing. Thank you, my darling. It's been very informative. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Before we go, do we want to entertain people with your squirrel story? Oh, my goodness. I would love to. I could talk okay, about it. Okay. All right, people. Yeah, you thought we were done. We're not. Like, put your <laughs> seatbelt on now because if you thought that was good, just wait because Charlena's got a story to tell you. It involves a minivan and squirrels. Charlena, go, girl. Okay. So in December, the first week of December, um, uh, my husband and I went out to California uh, Hal Elrod is the author of The Miracle Morning, and he runs an event called The Best Year Ever, and we're, we're pretty good friends with Hal, and we, we love him, and we go out to support him at his event in California, and it's only a weekend, and our car, we have a minivan, which I, you know, most people, you know, I hear a lot of hate for the minivans out there. I love my minivan. It's perfect for my season of life with my kids. The doors open. It's amazing. It's like choirs of angels sing. I love that van. So we come home and the van has been garaged the entire time at our home in Baltimore. And um, I go to get in and it's a little bizarre because it looks like it's it's been kind of tussled with. And I was thinking, oh, well, maybe the nanny uh, had, you know, was having issues getting the kids in or whatever. Um, and I didn't think much of it. So I go to back the car up out of the garage and a squirrel leapt from the back seat onto my head. No. And then 
dove into the glove box. I didn't know that part. I didn't know it like made contact. Oh my gosh. I should have just slammed it into a wall right then. I would have had a heart should... attack. Yeah. I'm pretty, I, I don't know how I survived that. I, I really don't. So I, <laughs> after further investigation, when I actually looked at the car, all of the seatbelts had been chewed in half. Like all of the seatbelts were severed. This, the car seats were all chewed up. I mean, I'm in a dark garage. I, I, you know, when I pulled it out, I didn't see all this. Um, there were multiple nests in the glove box, in the pockets, everywhere. So I immediately called our insurance company. I was like, come get this car. I am never driving this car. <laughs> like, So they came and got it. And uh, the insurance guy left it outside with the doors open for a couple hours and assured me that they were gone. And I was like, okay, that, you know, I don't think so, but sure. And they sent it to the dealership to get it fixed. Well, I called the dealership to warn them that there were still squirrels in the car. And they laughed at Why me. Why did you think there were still squirrels in the car? Because I, they, like, there were just, I never saw them leave. Like, oh, I, we were yeah. all okay. out there. Got you it. know, we're all out there. And and it, they're just magically disappearing. Like, this, they're in a huge parking lot. Like, you would see the squirrels randomly just walk off, right? That's what I was thinking. Um, so <laughs> I was like, just so you know. And I was thinking if, like, a mechanic is in there and a squirrel pops out and he hits his head on the seal. You know, I didn't want somebody to get hurt. So they laughed at me and thought I was, you know, being crazy. And they pulled everything out of the car and they completely gutted it. And they were like, it's, it's squirrel free. We got an entire new interior for the car, new seats, new floor, um, new ceiling, new seatbelts, new everything. Like, the, and- like people, there are pictures, her car, imagine <laughs> a house being gutted to the studs. This is what her minivan looked like. Yes. Completely gutted. Completely. And uh, they put everything back in and they called and they said, come pick up the car. And we said, okay. And then before we even got there, they called us back and said, never mind. The squirrels chewed through the seatbelt. Clearly they're not gone. Like, where were they hiding? I have no idea. I have no idea. We still have no idea. So they gutted the car again. And this time they took out everything down to the, they have something called a firewall that like they can't remove um, in the engine or something like that. But they, I mean, they removed everything again. This went on for four separate guts. They they gutted the car four separate times, told me to come pick it up four separate times, and four separate times the squirrels were still there. The last time we went, uh, I, they were, you know, we're putting pressure on them at this point because I'm like, I'm over it. It's been two and a half months, and I want my car back. Or actually, I want you to total the car, which is what I told you to begin with because I'm pretty sure I have PTSD from, you know, random squirrels on my head. I don't know um, how you can gut a car four times but not total it. I know. Well, they they got into it, and then it was expensive, expensive, expensive. So they paid for the car like three times over. But to total it would be like paying for it again. So they just keep on making small mistakes and going with it. It was extremely frustrating. Um, so we went, I took my husband because I was like, I need you to go in this car because I'm not going in this car. And we're literally just going to drive it to CarMax to sell it. Um, so he he's in there and he pulled out. They had just put in brand new seats. Again, the fourth pair of new seats. And we're talking brand new seats, not just seat covers. Um, and he pulls out the pocket to the seat and lo and behold, there's a squirrel nest in the pocket. No, I was done. I was like, I literally like dropped the keys in the middle of the the shop. And I was like, if you try to give me these keys again, I am going to lose it. Like, <laughs> like how many 
times do you have to go through this? So yeah, we are we are in the middle of that. They have completely gutted the car four times, and now I think they are officially totaling it. We don't have we don't have the numbers or anything like that, so we'll see how it goes. But it has been the craziest story that I I mean like. It's just unreal. Like the shopkeepers, everyone is just like, we don't know what to do. This doesn't make any sense. There's zombie apocalyptic squirrels. <laughs> they won't die. And that is precisely why we took some extra time to tell that story on the Become a Media Maven podcast because it is so <laughs> fascinating. And I've been telling Charlena for probably a month or two now, I'm like, can we please get the local news to do this story? Because it will go viral. It is so interesting. So I have my connections in Baltimore. We can make it happen. I mean, I know it's not it's not promoting your business like we work to do. But hey, this is one <laughs> hell of a story that needs to be told. And this it, is the it, audio it, version, people. Like, wait until you see these images. Yeah, the pictures are what's crazy. We have ones like my kids standing in front of it that are just like, what? You know? They're like sitting in the seats on the outside of the car. Like it's, it's absolutely insane. It's so wild. Okay. Well, thank you for leaving us with that, Charlena. Yes, my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs>